You're listening to the Wise Girls Podcast, where we challenge each other to walk in spiritual excellence and be all God has called us to be. We'll share with you some of the ways we've grown and the lessons we've learned along this journey of becoming wise. If you're ready to grow with us, let's go. It's your girl, Sabrina J here, and uh, I'm super excited. This is going to be such a special episode. Now, you're going to be um, listening to this episode, and unfortunately, Tabrea couldn't join me for this time, but uh, she will be back the next time we come back together. But uh, there was no way that I could uh, let this month in without capturing the story of this young lady that I'm going to introduce you to. Um, If you guys uh, know us, you know that our podcast is all about helping each of our listeners just continuously uh, focus on walking in spiritual excellence to just be all God's called you to be. And that means living it out through your everyday story. Um, And so uh, I'm so thankful that you're taking 20 to 30 minutes out of your day to listen to this Wise Girls podcast. And uh, if you guys could do me a favor and help me welcome (laughs) Jessica Murray to the podcast. And uh, let me just tell you, Jessica, it's a joy to have you here and sharing with us for real it's going to be a great time thank you no I'm excited I I really wanted to do this so I'm like really excited that's why I got a little bit nerves right now no you're (laughs) gonna be amazing yeah I hope so I just hope this really touched somebody yeah well so let me just um let people know who you are how we actually connected and Mm -hmm. met so uh my cousin Michelle uh, which, you know, she, she, my cousin Michelle just has connections with a whole bunch of people. I feel like she just yes. has, like a plethora of people. Right. And so, um, she was actually hosting a, uh, Friday women's gathering or something like that at mm-hmm. her home. And she invited like, uh, 10, 15 of us, uh, women and, and young girls and whatever, just come to her home and connect and fellowship and, 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 uh, share stories and all that. And, I walked in not knowing that uh, that you would be there, first and foremost. I just didn't know what to expect. And your mom and my cousin Michelle are really good friends, right? Yes. I don't even know really their story or how long they've been friends. But... They've, they've been friends, goodness, uh, for I want to say forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, but because, I was I little. Mean... Right, because I know uh, Michelle, um, or you kept uh, mentioning like Michelle's a, as your like your auntie in mm-hmm. a way. So she she addresses you as niece, and so I was like, oh, okay, all right, it's family. Yeah, all right. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and so pretty much you've known my cousin for pretty much all your life, and so uh, it was great to at least meet you that yes. night because we were the youngest ones there in the room. Yes. Um, but well, I love those type of settings because um, we actually gain wisdom. Like I love being around mm, older women that have experience, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they share their stories because you just learn from, you know, the mistakes or the things that they went through and the lessons they learned. And exactly. Then you apply it to yours. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. It's yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I just love stuff like that. I just, just letting, just to be able to let it all out and just, you know, like you always say, just being authentic, your true yes. self and yes. just, you know, and how God just like, just all up in there. All <laughs> up in it, girl. And everybody's story, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's go into your story. Okay. Um, and that's a little bit of how we met. Um, but then you 
reached out to me actually or I think I reached out to you whichever it was mm-hmm. like we just knew we needed to connect yeah and we went out to get coffee and then the rest is just history right <laughs> <laughs> and yes I, mean, I think uh literally um what happens when you really sit with people that you don't know and you're curious to know is like you'll find out um you can't typecast or think that someone's life is one way just by looking at them because girl Mm -hmm. like when I sat and listened to all like I just thought like oh this is a younger girl like you know like (laughs) but then when I actually heard your story I was like oh my god seriously you You wouldn't even you wouldn't even think like no. people know people at the group would thought I was 16. I'm like <laughs> girl, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, she young, like, okay, I got a little sister. She ain't like, been through nothing. She cool. <laughs> girl, but like when I tell you when we met for coffee and I just gotta hear your heart and just hear, you know, you know, all the things that you've been through. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So let's get into it, okay, Jessica. Um, when did you first, because I know a lot of people don't know your story. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. And I know you can probably weave that into it. But I just want to know this. This is something we've asked all of our features and everyone that's been on this month mm-hmm. is this question. When did you first either recognize or realize that God was a part of your story? When did you kind of first recognize that he was there and he was, you know, guiding and leading you in your story? Um, uh, it would have to have been when I, when I first got pregnant in 2017. Hmm, okay. um, that's kind of when I'm like, okay, he's sitting me down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, yeah, so I got pregnant at the end of 2017 with my boyfriend that I've been in a relationship for a year mm-hmm. now. But at, during the time that I got pregnant, we weren't even together. Right. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. And so um, I ended up pregnant and, you know, he was cool with it. He always had been cool with me being pregnant, even though it was not planned at all. Mm-hmm. And um, but he was fine with it. He was fine with it. And the the day that I told him that I was pregnant, he um, called his mom instantly. It was no like discussion on when are we going to tell our parents? Like, I just felt like that was something that we should have discussed first and then probably mm-hmm. told them together. He just mm-hmm. jumped and called his mother and, um, you know, she wanted wanted me to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like he he's see he's he, his last relationship Mm-hmm. He got her pregnant and the mother, you know, went to go convince her to go get an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that story. And that's why I told him, like, you know, I believe in God. That's even it's so crazy. You can be lukewarm and all up in the world and doing all type of stuff. But it was one yeah. thing. It was like, I, I believe in God. I'm not going to kill right. my baby for nobody. Like, you know. <laughs> Right. Yeah. She's like, one thing I do know. Right. Like, right. I might do everything yeah. else, but one thing I'm not going to uh, kill God's child. I'm just not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. is crazy how we all yeah. think. But he already knew that. And for him to take his mother's side on that, it just like crushed me. Like I said, he was excited and cool with it at first up until he had a discussion with his mother and they were trying to convince me to get an abortion and it just, it doesn't work on me. You know, I'm different. And, um, they were upset. Like she, she even gave me a ultimatum, like, um, 
call I'm gonna call your mother and tell her if you don't in like 24 hours or 48 hours or something like that like scare me like mm. let me all remind you I just this is the same day I just found out that I was pregnant like yeah. I just found out yeah I haven't even processed it I haven't even processed the fact that I need to tell my parents you know what yeah. I mean like yeah this girl's giving me 24 to 48 hours really like wow so the next day I had to tell my parents I had no choice. I needed some support through this. She yeah. was basically attacking me, you yeah. know, and he was taking his mother's side. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had to tell my parents and, you know, they were disappointed and I hated that, but they couldn't even really process it either because mm-hmm. of the drama that was going on with them. They didn't like mm-hmm. the fact of someone else telling their daughter to get an abortion. That's right. not, that's yeah. out of Absolutely. line. Right. Um, yeah. So it was just a whole drama on that part and um while I was pregnant I had a horrible pregnancy just horrible uh morning sickness off like literally throughout the day I couldn't keep anything down and then I had um excessive spit where I just it's so much you got to spit every five seconds so I was drinking like gallons of water with me every day um and he wasn't around he wasn't around. I would look on Snapchat, Instagram. He's out with his friends, having fun, doing whatever. And I'm just in the house. I had to quit my job and everything. So I have no money. I'm just in the house, just yeah. depressed of me, just throwing up. Then I'm depressed because he ain't around. I want my right. child's father with me and he's yeah. not around, you know? So it was, it was hard. And so, um, about four and a half, four and a half months into my pregnancy, um, you know, you go back and sneak with the boy and, you know, I really just was in love with my child's father. And mm-hmm. um, I was at his house and I thought we just, you know, fell asleep or whatever. But mm-hmm. come to find out as I'm waking up, um, there's like men all over me, just firemen. And he's looking over me all like in distraught, like surprised, like just you know, scared. And so, um, I'm like, what's going on? Like, what is wrong? Cause in my, my first thought was, Oh my gosh, I lost my baby. I had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And he was, um, my uh, child's father was like, no, you're, um, what'd he say? He said, you just had a seizure. And I said, what? And he was like, you just had a seizure. And I'm like, no, I'm like, is my baby okay? Like, <laughs> right. it was weird. Oh it was so weird. And so, you know, I got to the hospital. They did an MRI and they didn't find anything. The baby was fine. And um, everything was fine. And in my yeah. head, I thought, okay, I'm just having a bad pregnancy because I've been having a bad pregnancy. So it's just something my body just, you know what I mean? It's been through a lot. So I didn't really necessarily think anything of it. And so they had to schedule me to a neurologist. And so um, I ended up going to, I needed to go to the appointment and um, he was supposed to take me. My child's father was supposed to take me to my doctor's appointment to see what was going on with me with the seizure. And he made up every excuse to not take me, every excuse. And um it was heartbreaking to have to your dad and my parents uh, let me shout out to my parents because they are really god has blessed me with like amazing parents yes they through the whole pregnancy through everything and still today they are like so super supportive of me like 
Ooh, like literally, I'm so grateful for my parents. And um, so God, so God kept them yes. involved in your life because He's like, I know my girl. Like, yes, like when I say like, yeah. yes, like my parents were my rock, like yeah. through it all. Like, and let me backtrack a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. I had friends, a really good group of friends, and once I got pregnant and all this stuff happened basically once I got pregnant I just didn't have any friends I literally maybe had one friend that was truly there for me um during that time like I said I've gotten closer to my parents so much even my older sister I have an older sister um we weren't that close and then but we were close when we were younger but we weren't that close once I was like in high school and middle school and stuff and once my pregnancy came she became like my old just my best friend like wow you know yeah and so um, back to the seizures. Um, so my dad was taking me to all my doctor's appointments. And when it came down to this particular doctor appointment, he made up every excuse, my child father. And mm-hmm. it just sucks to have to end up calling your father and say, can you take me to my doctor's appointment? Because he can't. And it's like, well, why he can't? I'm all the way at work a whole hour away. Gee, why he can't take you, and you have to say, I don't know. <laughs> and he's yeah. right. There. Oh my god, that's and he's right there. Yeah, you wow. know, it's horror. And he was wow. 10 minutes away. My child's father is 10, 10, minutes, 10 away. minutes away, and my dad had to get off of work early and come take mm-hmm. me, you know. And mm-hmm. it was just, it, it, it was horrible. My I had my baby at 35 weeks, so I had him five weeks early, and that was hard for me because just having a child and then can't take him home when you got everything set up is just, you know, I had to keep going to the doctors every single day for like, I think almost two weeks. The day that I had him, they actually told me like, no, you have epilepsy. And um, yeah. And you didn't have, and you didn't have nothing, no epilepsy or any episode. No, I've been healthy through my whole entire life. So then 2017 is when it kind of like just hit your body in another way. Yes. 2017 and beginning of um, 2018. So the whole entire time. And oh, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit before that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Before I even had my kid after that seizure that I had, um, they did tell me I did have epilepsy, but they didn't run any tests or anything. So I kind of didn't mm-hmm. believe them. And then they were trying to put me on medication. And I said no, because I am pregnant. So um, they took away my license and I couldn't be home alone anymore. And my parents were like, mm-hmm. okay, we don't know what this is. So we're just going to watch you 24-7. And both of my parents at the time lived an hour away. Um, or worked, I mean, worked, worked an hour on. away yeah. from where mm-hmm. we live. And so I would have to literally every day go with one of them. Like I got to pick and choose who I wanted to go with. Because you couldn't be at home. Yeah, because I couldn't be home by my, imagine just being grown and you're sick and you're sick on top of that and you can't be home by yourself. Uh, So So when the doctors told you you had epilepsy after you, you already given birth and everything, Mm -hmm. right? What kind of was the journey after that for you as in dealing with a new baby, having to kind of take care of your own personal, how, how did you handle that? So after they told me I had epilepsy, they instantly put me on medication and the medication, literally the side effects is drowsiness, mood swings. Um, uh, what's the other one? Rage. Um, all like 
you know, different things for your brain, honestly. And wow. um, it was hard. I didn't feel like myself. And um, it made me have seizures more. So once I mm. I had my son May, uh, May 9th, 2018, a month later, I had another seizure when I took him to um, to his first month checkup. I was actually mm. getting him dressed. The doctor, we were finished and the doctor said, okay, get him dressed. And that's what I did. And I blacked out from there. And wow. my child's father was actually there, you guys. <laughs> he wow. was there and he he had to catch my child. And it was that was another horrible thing to experience your newborn baby that you almost dropped because you just blacked out. And mm. the type of seizures that I have are the grandma seizures where I shake and, you know, I bite my tongue. Um, mm. So it's it's bad. And it takes like a week or so to actually recover. It depends on how bad. Um, my seizure actually was and how long so it it takes a while to recover afterwards Um, but it was horrible hearing that I almost dropped him and you didn't even know you didn't didn't even know recognition you didn't even remember none of it's literally like you go to sleep and then it's like you wake up like that's how it is and it's just in a second like that it's like a blackout second and then you wake up and you don't, so this is so interesting. So even when you were out, like, you don't even know what kind of conversations, you don't even know what was happening inside of you. Like, were no. you having your own? I, I had ah. no idea. Um, like I said, I was having uh, seizures every, uh, every month after that I had my child. Every month I was having them. And people would say, you were talking to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was, when? Um, it's crazy because I don't, I only remember what I remember, you know? Oh and it's, it, I didn't fell in the shower. I didn't <laughs> fell in my mom's arms. I didn't, it's been a lot of times. I probably had, since 2018, I probably had eight or nine seizures. My goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, okay. This is okay. Let me, let me, let me get to this. Then. Mm-hmm. You were starting college, right? If I remember correctly, what you were telling me 2017 was when you were starting college. I or... was planning to, and then I found out I was pregnant. To. Okay. Okay. So you were, it was pretty much like you were getting ready to start a new life. Yes. In a way, and then literally your new life starts in a whole different whole way. Different way. Yeah. It... And so, yeah. And so with that, um, like, how did you end up getting, like, really connected with God or, like, really staying focused with God? Like, I, I mean, was he always he, someone that you considered or thought about, like, even through those those moments when, of your pregnancy and epilepsy, epilepsy and all those things? Yeah, during that time, I was actually, as I look back, I was actually angry at God. Um, oh. Yeah, the, once I found out I was had epilepsy and it was real and they were giving me medication, I was like, God, God, this is in God's hands. Like, you know, I still didn't process it. I didn't because mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to be better in a month or two. You know, my body mm-hmm. just got to get back to normal. And yeah. um, yeah, so I was like, God, God, this is in God's hand. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. But once it just started happening every month, every month, every month. And then I'm actually getting into um, so much drama with my child's father and his family. There's been times where they didn't. He didn't cuss out my dad and his mother didn't cuss out my dad and all, mm-hmm. it's just all these different, uh, all this drama. And yeah. I was just angry at God. And then I was mm-hmm. um, insecure about my body. Cause I just, I off of the sickness, I lost so much weight. People thought literally I was doing drugs. That's how skinny mm-hmm. I was. 
And I was just so angry at him. I would break down all the time. And I'm like, why me? Why me? Out of everybody Mm. around me, why did I have to have this? Right. You know, it it just sucked. And um, how did you kind of get, how did you resolve that in a way? So I didn't resolve it until last year and during Mm. quarantine. Um, Mm. It took me a while. I always okay. loved God, always, but I was angry and I just felt I can still do what I want to do. But I always in the back of my head, I always wanted to stop being lukewarm and just follow God. But I didn't yeah. know how to do that. I was afraid of losing the relationship with my child's father. I just wanted my family so bad. And I said, oh, if I say I want to wait till I'm married, he's going to break up with me and I'm going to lose my family. I mm. didn't want to stop smoking I didn't want to stop partying I mean not partying really but I didn't want to start stop drinking and you know Mm -hmm. just doing what I wanted to do yeah and I was like I'm gonna have to stop all that and I wasn't ready yet because I was around him so much he was doing all those things and it was tempting me to do it wow yeah yeah here I was like it has to stop like I want to stop this is like really like killing me we would, we would fight. We would make up. We would fight. We would make up. It was like a cycle. And it was like every other day, every other week or every other, it was just a repeated cycle. And, um, I just got to the point where I'm like, I have to do me. I have to, I said, God has really sat me down. I have no friends. I don't go out anymore. Like at all. Um, I said, I'm broke. I have no money. You know, I don't even have my license. I don't have, you know, I keep having these seizures. Like you have nothing right now, Jessica. Wow. You have nothing more to lose. You already done lost everything. Right. What do you have to lose to just give your whole entire life to God? And that's just how I looked at it. You didn't been through all this stuff. Yeah. So when, so when you decided to give your full life to God in a way, like what did that entail? Like, what did that transformation look like? So, um, my my family, my mom and my dad, they've um, always been Christian their whole life and, you know, promoted okay. God and all that. And my mom has a family who's ministers and pastors, but that's a different story with that. And yeah. she, she's been hurt by her family. So okay. um, she actually was trying to get closer to God. And, you know, she would always come to me and like, you know, it's about a relationship and all, you know, we'd have these different deep conversations. Like we're in quarantine. So I just got to talk to my parents, you know, I don't have nobody Mm -hmm. else to talk to. So she was getting closer to God and we would just have these deep conversations. And then I just kept like, my eyes just kept opening at different things. And I'm like, it's about a relationship, Jessica. Like you're so focused on, um, don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, don't, you know what I mean? All the Ten Commandments, you're so focused on all these rules, but in reality, you don't even know who God is. You don't even know why he loves you. Jessica, you, you better be, girl. (laughs) So I'm like, as I'm like, me and my mom's talking more and I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm a just, I need to breathe. Cause you know how sometimes you feel like you need to cut out everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like, I, yeah, I think sometimes, and I mean, I, that's why I love hearing it from people's experiences mm-hmm. because um, I hear from people that have been out in the world and party and everything. And once when they kind of come into this relationship with God, it's like they start off with this like complete 
they go cold turkey, cut off all things of the right. world. Like everything is cut off completely. Yeah, yeah. because it's like yeah. your eyes are open and it's like, okay, I want more. I want to know more. And I can't mm-hmm. know more if all these different things is distracting me from learning more mm-hmm. about who he is or this yeah. path that I want to go down. So I just, mm-hmm. I didn't even read the Bible first. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even okay. read the Bible first. I just cut out, um, I just cut out worldly, worldly music. And I just strictly, I made myself a, a gospel playlist of all the music that okay. I liked. And I would just play it every time I got in, got in the car. I just play it, play it, play it. And yeah. like, I would just, it's been a couple of times. I just felt the Holy Spirit just come over me. I could be in the best mood ever. And I'll listen to a song and it just like, you know, tears falling down, like, it's just like, yes, like, I'm gonna get through this storm, like, you know, mm. I, I really am, and so, um, I just, that just kept pumping me up, and that's when I actually started reading the Bible more, listening to pastors more, and all these different mm. things, and I'm just like, you know, I have to, I just, I just want him, I just want to know him, mm. I want the desire to fall in love with him, even if, it, mm. I don't feel it because sometimes your flesh could be like, you don't love him. You know, I don't know why, mm. but that's just me. Mm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I do. Well, give me the desire to love you. Like, mm. you know, I clean my heart. I give you my heart. Whatever mm. it takes for me to feel so just overpowered with your spirit, do Connected. it. Yeah, yeah. Because my yeah. life is yours. Invade it. Do whatever you got to do for me to become the woman you want me to be. And that's the woman that I yeah. want to be. So what you're sharing with me is so beautiful because I love that first and foremost, it sounds like you wanted it. You yeah. wanted the change for yourself. It wasn't no one forcing you. You looked at your life and you said, hold on, there got to be something better. Right. Like, or something got to change, you know? And, and, and I love that your mom at the same time was kind of, you know, grooming it and cultivating her relationship with the Lord. And so it's kind of like, you guys got to do it together. Yes. Um, which is so beautiful because sometimes I know people feel like it's hard because they feel like they got to do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so good. I love what you're sharing though. It's so needed to be heard, especially like the pieces that you said, like uh, the things you implemented and it wasn't just, you know, yeah. uh, it wasn't just so quick. Like the transformation doesn't just happen no. immediately in that way, right? Like it's like you got to give yourself grace in the way, but you still desire like to wake up every day to pursue. Yes, it. I love this. And I just like I was crying out so much to God, like blaming him. I'm like, I just want peace. Like I just want peace. And that's mm. actually how I how actually. God was like, okay, you need to go down his path, like choose him because I was crying out so much for peace. And I'm like, I just want peace. And, you know, we picture peace just on a beach with the sunset, just, mm-hmm. you know, just like, you know, peace. And so mm-hmm. it was, it's in the Bible. Um, or I think even in my devotional, I don't re- remember, but the only mm-hmm. way you can have peace is through him. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I need to aim to yeah. that because I really, I have this no is what peace I need in my, in my life. life. Right now. Like my yeah. mind is going insane, and I'm like, right. I just need peace. And if you're promising me peace, well, I'm go- I'm gonna yeah. follow you. Wow, yeah. Because my way, I ain't got no peace. I did it all my wow. way, and when I was sitting over there blaming God, angry, why me? And sometimes I can catch myself doing that today, but I catch myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But those are all the decisions I've made. He didn't make those decisions for me because if I look back, there's been numerous of times he said, nope, 
not this time. And I do it anyway. Yeah. He say, nope, not yeah. this time. And then I do it anyways, you know? Wow. So it's, yeah. it, it, and it's a habit that a lot of us have yeah. to get out of, you know? Yeah. But I like that. And I wanted to kind of go into that, the habit. Right, yes. like everything we do is about the choices we mm-hmm. make, and then the it's the consequences are the 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 things that come after the choice you make. And so, um, to break the habit, like how, like what do you tell yourself? Like what, you know? Um, because because sometimes I feel that the habits can be so normal mm-hmm. that you don't even recognize. Don't. And- that you have a toxic behavior or characteristic or, you know, or toxic Mm -hmm. person or something around you and you feel like it's so normal. Yes. Like, yeah. How did you kind of, well, I actually, I read a book. um, It's called courageous gentleness. I think every Christian should read it. It's just a wonderful book. (laughs) It gives you tools. And um, in the book, he tells you we've been in these habits you know what I mean? Because mm. we call them mistakes. Like, we keep on doing the same thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it, it, it is a mistake. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a habit. We've been doing what we want to do. Mm. I'm, I'm 23 now. I've been doing what I want to do for 22 years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 22 years, you've been doing the same thing. And then you're trying to break mm-hmm. it within a month. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so you kind of had to give yourself grace yes. too, right? Mm. It's just, it's just you've been in these new. Ha- I mean, you've been in these ha- these bad habits. So it's like mm-hmm. now it's time to bring in new habits. Now it's time to mm. start praying every morning when you get up. Don't um, don't grab your phone. Just pray. Mm. Read, read your, okay. get your book and get your uh, read a devotional. Read a chapter out the Bible. I mean, a chapter out of the Bible every day. You know, just mm-hmm. nothing too much or too heavy on you. But it's like, these are new habits that you have to start building. And then God's going to grace, yeah. gracefully remove those old habits that you've been in because you've been creating these new habits now. And then your, yeah. your, your body is going to, um, is going to be thirsty for those new habits. Ooh. So it's like, okay, I got to keep doing good. this. Cause I notice that if I don't do it, don't put him into my day at all. Just one day. I know I'm an ugly person. So now that I <laughs> see, I have to put him in my day every single day every day yeah we need them every day right yeah because Mm -hmm. like every day because you're gonna like I say if I see myself don't do it one day I'm like oh I should have did it yesterday like you get mad at your own self like you being (laughs) ugly right now you know what I mean it's like I don't want to be ugly I (laughs) you know I don't want to be like this and that's why you have to feed your spirit every day and you got to build these new habits Mm, yeah and so take us through because where you are now where you are now um because you said all throughout quarantine that's kind of when you really got serious about you know creating these new habits and changing your environments and changing you know the things that you were doing and the things that you were are the people you were surrounding yourself mm-hmm. around like where do you stand now like right now today 2021 the last day February <laughs> where do you stand um Right now I'm standing just literally just like letting God guide my footsteps right now. I'm literally, um, I do still have some of that drama that does follow me um, from my child's father. But Mm -hmm. all that is just, I'm in a place today. I'm blocking all that, all of it out. It's, it's too toxic. And God is telling me you don't need anything, anything toxic. And this is, this is one thing I want to say to women too. Um, 
just because you forgive a person, that doesn't mean that you have to be friends with that person. You can forgive them, but mm. you don't have to. You don't have to be in their presence. If they don't bring out the best in you at all, they just bring toxicity into your life. Like I said, you forgive them, but you don't have to be friends mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you love them. Yes, you be nice to them, mm-hmm. but they don't have to be in your mm-hmm. day-to-day life. Mm, yeah. And you pray for them. This is so good. You know? Yeah. We, I guess I tend to forgive and just let them back in. And then I get mm-hmm. ugly and out of character. And it's like, I'm at the point where no one is going to keep bringing me out of my character. I'm trying to run from that. Wow. I'm trying to run. I'm trying to grow. And God don't want me to look like that at all. Mm. And when and the thing that I um, say is I want to end up looking like him. I want people to meet me and say, oh, she got God all up in there. Yeah. If I'm on the phone yeah. going off, that don't look like God all up in me. Mm. You know what I mean? This is good. So, yeah, Jessica. Mm-hmm. I, I I want to be able to just people to just feel my spirit and just say, oh, it's God all up in her. Ooh, yeah. like, you know, and then just inspired them. I, I want to look like that. Yeah. So, I mean, Jessica, you're, let me just say, when I met you and just kind of after sitting with you and even hearing you more in this conversation right mm-hmm. now, uh, God is literally radiating through you. Mm. I mean, in the moments when you could be still in your anger, right? But it seems like you knew how to channel and switch that anger and just say, God, like you didn't mean this for any anything mm-hmm. to be, you know, like detrimental to me, yeah, right? He's, like he's not here to harm you. you go- yeah, yeah. Even he's trying to protect you. Hurt, yeah. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. even when you were asking those questions of like why me and, and I know that's some people's story like they look at maybe someone else's life mm-hmm. and where other people are and then you're looking at your situation and you're like I didn't want this for my right. life you know and this is probably not what you even planned or thought right. you know, from when you were growing up but it's beautiful when someone can take these pieces right take see that the ashes right yes. is where you stay right like you God knows how to turn the ashes and and, and turn it into joy and, and make something beautiful out of it and uh, you are an example of someone that didn't get stuck or stay in that space mm-hmm. where it could have been death yes. you know, and, and stayed in that yes. you know you you got up out of the grave girl I had to I I, I <laughs> didn't know? want to be I didn't want to be stuck at all I, I at all and I didn't want to be that person who followed rules either so I had to make it in my head like okay you're in this habit it's okay mm-hmm. but learn from what you just did and and take it and um don't try to not do it again aim to not do it again because we tend That's to good. also we tend to uh-huh. to fall and then we stuck we're like oh, okay I'm just tired I did it again. I did it again yeah whatever yep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yep. keep doing it. no yep. no the devil wants you to stay right there mm. just say okay I messed up but guess what I'm gonna and get back up because I know Come. in the future we don't know when but I have faith that God is gonna make me gonna um change me into the woman that I know he wants me to be and who I want to be because this ain't it it. it. no seriously (laughs) this is not it so I'm gonna just pick up where I left off and I'm gonna keep going because I'm gonna get there he know we're humans he knows he knows we're not perfect yeah Yeah. 
but I'm going to keep going because that's where I want to aim to be is to be the woman he wants me to be and what he wants in my life. We're here for him. More, Jessica. Seriously, we're here for him. Nothing else matters. I don't know if anyone else feels the kind of peace that I feel right now. <laughs> just off of what you can share. Like, nothing else matters. It's it's the peace that he wants for your life. It's him being involved in your yes. life. Every intricate space. Even in the most horrible Most horrible. I can see so many times. As I look back, I'm like, Girl. he was there. He was there. He was there. He was there. He was all up in there. All up in there. And I just was angry. And just was mm. like, I still want to do what I want to do. Yeah, but when God changed, when he gets a grip of your heart and you're like, Lord, like, thank you for showing me that there is better. Yeah. Um, ah, This is so good. Well, Jessica, I'm so excited for your future. Thank you. We're definitely going to have to have you on again. Yes. um, Especially to share even uh, just pieces of like relationship stuff, because we're going to definitely do a whole series on that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because I know you didn't get into depth with, uh, you know, just the value and how you see yourself. Yes. I would love to be a part of that. So, girl, we're definitely going to invite you on. And um, and especially I want all of our listeners to really support you. Also, um, you one of your other uh, ideas, I don't know if you want to share it yet or you want to just launch it first. You want to just launch it and then we'll tell people? Yes. It's a, yes. Okay. All right. So, y'all just keep an ear out, all right? <laughs> Yes, keep, keep an, an ear, ear out. out. Jessica's going to be back. <laughs> and uh, she has some great just uh, – God has given her a vision for a great – thing that's going to happen really soon um and so um please continue to just lift her up in prayer her her son in prayer is your son well how is how has that been with you and your son he's good he's gonna be three may 9th and i'm gonna throw him a little party um to celebrate him um but he's good i'm learning i I have to be consistent with potty training that's that's Oh, that you're in that yes, stage right now. Yes, we're in that stage, and it's hard because I'm like consistent one week, and then the next week I'm not, and then it's just I'm back and forth. <laughs> Listen, we we speak grace and more grace. Yes, you, okay. Please pray that he is potty trained by his birthday because I can't do this no yes. more. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be great. Well, thank you, Jessica. Thank you for for sharing just a piece of your story. Um, I know that something um, was shared and it encouraged someone uh, because it definitely encouraged me Just, just keep getting up. When you said that, I was like, Yes, because a just man falls seven times, but it's always in the getting. Yes. So you have to keep rising. And that's what our podcast is about. Wise girls rise. Yes. We don't just stay in a a space that says we can't get out. Please, the devil wants you to be stuck. Come on. He wants you to be stuck. Yes. And so it's beautiful when you can link arms with sisters that have stories and, and sharing with you that you can get out of it. You can rise um, and you will rise. And so once again, if you ever want to follow us, please continue to follow us at Wise Girls Rise on Instagram or you can follow to and I on our personal Instagram pages. But um, once again, Jessica, how can people get in contact with you or if they want to hear anything from you upcoming? Yes. <laughs> um, so I do have Instagram. Um it's at okay. Jess Lauren, um, J-E-S-S-L-A-U-R-Y-N. Um, I believe that it's a doubled underscore or just one underscore. I really don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll put it in our show notes. We'll put it in our show notes. And then um, you all, please, please uh, follow Jessica. Um, she, once again, uh, just has a heart to help young girls yes. realize their true calling and their identity and that it doesn't stop 
where you are, but there's so much more that God has yes. for you. And uh, thank you for showing up as your real authentic self, Jessica. I love you. Girl. Thank you so and much. Next time. I love yes. you too. We will see you all soon. Bye. Bye. If you're interested in staying connected and up to date with the Wise Girls podcast, simply follow us on Instagram at Wise Girls Rise. Or you can simply follow us on our personal pages at Miss Tabrina J and at Precious underscore Tabrea. We look forward to the next time we get to share with you again soon the lessons we've learned along this Wise Girls journey. Thanks for tuning in.